Hey, uh, this is Jesse. Just saying up front, uh, this episode was a uh, curse. This is the second time we recorded this episode, and on top of that, our audio got desynced so badly it took me like almost three hours to do what I have right now. Uh, I don't have the mental health to spend another several hours on fixing the the part that I was that got desynced really badly. Uh, we got into like a forty five minute argument uh, with our last two segments, and they're not really complete. I put the relevant parts in that I could that I can save, but for the most part. It's not going to make a lot of sense closer to the end, but uh, I can't. I can't fix it because it got too bad. And also, I spent three times as long as it normally takes to do just an hour of audio. So already, so um, yeah, this is uh, an excuse. Uh, and please accept it. We will have other ones that work just fine. Uh, coming out pretty soon. Welcome to Creepy Critters, a podcast where we talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid ways. You got it this time! My, uh, my name's uh, Jesse, and with me today is someone who really likes getting up in those guts, Fiona. I mean, I do. If you've ever seen me prepare Thanksgiving dinner, and very few people have, I turned somebody vegetarian. Oh, I got I got so up in that turkey that they just went, "No, I'm done. I'm good." The Potoski Sheep Slayer. This is a Bolivian cryptid. Okay. Um, and there's almost nothing on this cryptid except for like I found it. Okay, so. Fiona knows my process a little bit. Like, I try to go to the wikis that actually do deep cuts, and then I go from there. I found this, and there was no source sources at all until someone wrote an article three years ago. Okay, and who was this person? Uh, uh the person was... Well, the person who wrote the article uh, was uh, Rob Morphy, who does... Who I, I, it seems like they run the, um, it seems like they run the Cryptopia.us website, which I, I'm liking a lot. They, they, okay. uh, they tend to get a lot of quotes and stuff, and I like that. Um, but the, uh, but the interview of the woman in question in this story, who we'll be getting from the POV from, was done by author, television host, and UFO investigator J.J. Benitez. Hola, JJ. Yeah, so... Oh, hey, hey, I guess. Um, but is this a, is this a cousin of our Chupacabra? No. Oh. It's an alien. That could be a very, very... Di- if panspermia is correct, this could be from whence Chupi came. Nah. No? Right. Nah. No, when Let I mean it gets up in their... <laughs> when I say it means it gets up in their guts, it cuts the guts out of no. sheep. That's why it's called Nothing. the Sheep Slayer. You could slay sheep in a lot of way and be, ways and be called the sheep slayer. Well, yeah, but it, the way if it does it is... A, it, if it, I sat in a watchtower with a sniper rifle and took out lots of sheep, I would still be a sheep slayer. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, it does it in a certain way. Now, 
Um, I'm going to be mostly, I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm going to be mostly reading from the article because it's written way better than I put bio notes in. <laughs> Down. Uh, I, I try, I do flourishes during, uh, during the, the, um, the recording. But basically, this was uh, the Potoski sheep slayer sighting was an extraterrestrial sighting that took place in early 1968 near Potoski, Bolivia. Uh, the witness, a llama and sheep herder named Valentina Flores, were bringing, she was bringing her livestock in for the night. She noticed a net covering one of the pens. Under the net, someone was attacking and dispelling the sheep with an unusual hooked object. Someone. It looked like a someone. Also, are we like in the middle of complete nowhere here? I'm assuming because if they if they have a uh, sheep and llama, they would need a lot of space. So I'm a sheep and llama herder in the middle of nowhere, and then there's a net and horrific disembowelment. Yes. Right. And she went towards this? Well, she was thinking it was just a short robber. Well, you know, just a short king out there disemboweling sheep. I, I mean, fair, but even then, do you want to go near the, sh- the, the short disemboweler? Well, I, do, not it, only did she go close to it, she yelled it through rocks at it. Okay, okay, because if it was just exploring it, then we're into your dumb horror movie trope. What are you doing? How are you still alive? But nah, if you're going to throw rocks at it and yell, then good on you. So the creature went to a strange radio-like device, which absorbed the net, and then threw threw its own hooked object at Flores, which only caused her slight runes, but instantaneously uh, returned, like a boomerang, or Mjolnir. Mjolnir? Mjolnir, yeah. Mjolnir. 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 I, I know that the whole Scandinavian language is, is, is it's a prank on me, specifically. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I went, I went, okay, I just I just got to say, because I'm, I'm British and American, right? I, I look like this, I sound like this. When I go to other countries, I make a point to learn at least enough of the language to get around. And people usually laugh at me, but whatever. They're appreciative, except for when I went to Norway. They just laughed and laughed and laughed, and everybody speaks perfect English, and I'm going to be bitter about that until the day I die. I, I've i uh, given up on learning another language right now. For, for now. anybody from Norway, they can laugh at me. <laughs> but yeah, any Scandinavian stuff, it's just it's a joke. Lang- not joke language, but it's a joke played on me. It's a prank. The entirety of Scandinavia said, Jesse, that person in particular. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. I hate you. I hate you so much. We're going to put a lot of consonants next to, next to each other and make them not sound like they I mean, look like. This is not Welsh. You know, I. I would. The thing is, I think the only way I would learn another language at this point, because I can pick up languages. I can pick them up. If I don't use them for long enough, I just forget about them completely, but remember their grammar rules? I know the grammar rules of, like, three different languages, besides English. Do you want to help me with my Spanish? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no. I'm rooting at grammar. One of us is actively trying to learn. (laughs) No, I think if if you plot me down, I was just like, yo, do you want to eat? Learn how to say these words. I'll I'll learn it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That being said, um, speaking of things that might talk 
uh, the being then grabbed the radio like device bag and and uh, and then like put had, got a bag that it put was put in the sheep organs then and then they put both of the items in their rucksack and then it, which which out of that extended a pair of legs from the ground and then it just it flew. Okay, hang on. Hang on. So so is the net a real net or is it like a net of light? You said they a put it away. Okay. Or made so, out of radio waves. It could have been made out of radio waves. Can you see radio waves? I mean space radio waves, maybe. There we go. Okay. So I'm I'm catching sheep with my ridiculously overpowered net, disemboweling them. And then a lady starts throwing rocks at me, and then I just pack up and leave like jets. But with sheep guts? Did they take the sheep guts? Yes. Okay. Maybe they're just like haggis. You know, maybe. It could just be like this a lone is- Scottish person who's just like, I need that Bolivian haggis. <laughs> this is just, they've, they've been sampling, you know, bits, bits of cuisine from all over the earth, and they're like, I really like all the spices and haggis, but the local sheep? Mm-mm. Well, that's it. That, I mean, that might be it. And when you get the, because uh, like I did not have anything else. Because when I first made this, it was like 2017. So this was all the information I had. So that person. Okay, officially, this is the Anthony Bourdain of extraterrestrials. Yeah, has this haggis recipe. Really wants to see if they can make it the best it is. So starts traveling to different places. It's just that this one Bolivian woman was the only person brave enough to um, actually throw stuff at it, which still not necessarily advisable, but, you know, I'll go with it. Yeah, also, apparently someone drew a comic of this, like a four-thing comic. Those were the only two things Can I we saw. see it? Oh, uh, well, you'll get some examples in the, in the article that I will share with you, because <clears throat> we're going to go over this article because that's my favorite thing to do. I love going over abduction or um, what's the other word? Abduction or alien encounter. Hi. Um, but oh my god, I love it, JJ. That sweet man. He did a drawing. Aww. Oh my god, that sweet man. I sure hope he isn't like a, a pedo or uh, yeah, or like please, a zero. Please don't be a. But please don't be a horrible person. He could be, but you know what? He did one thing right. Um. But okay, I just I just checked his. This is very important to me. I just checked the Wikipedia article. He, he's not okay. Good, but he's really into UFOs. Okay, I mean, if that's, I don't think that's a flaw at all. So no, I'm I'm here for it. I'm not gonna. All yeah. right, which okay, one's... there is a flaw sometimes because sometimes people go from UFOs to hating Jews. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I mean, nah. I I have met too many of those. Okay, I have a okay. question, and this is a question mm. that, um, so I, I'm just stepping out of co- co- uh, podcast cafe for a moment. I yeah. personally, like, you know, I kind of, I, I like to put the possibility, I, like, I'm agnostic on this stuff for the most part, like, leaning heavily towards skeptic, but I'm agnostic, okay. like, you know, it's more fun if fairy exists in the world if they don't, you know, like, yes. stuff like that. Um, Although also scarier by quite scary, a lot. But- fun, but also scary. Also, I mean, if I'm going to commit suicide, it's going to be in the middle of a fairy ring. Yeah, no, yeah. 100. percent Yeah, um, I want the I want the fae to take. I want the little people to take. Me. Uh, not 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 the cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh, okay. But if we're talking like your cops, 
do I want to get shot in the head or do I want to be tortured for eternity in the fairy realm? Because the fairy realm is, you know, mm. they'll keep you for millennia. Well, I'll find out. Uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I just want to be in a world where I can talk about lizard people and it just be lizard people. You know what? And not anti-Semitic I... Jewish, you know. So, okay. This is the one person, because I um, I have attended some anti-lockdown, anti-COVID rallies be- because my masochism runs just that deep. Um, and I actually found the, the one gentleman I could find at the last one who sincerely believed it was aliens mm. uh, did so because he couldn't believe that uh, something human beings... He couldn't believe that human beings could do all the stuff that they were saying the Jews did, so it must be aliens. And I'm like, I, I like to think that that was avoiding racism. I don't think it was, but for the for the sake of my peace of mind, you're the only person going, I don't want to be a racist, I think it's aliens. See, to see, the problem is, though, is that, like, what started the whole, like, you know, Saurian-type thing, lizard people in the middle of the Earth and stuff, it was an anti-Semitic thing. Like, it was up front, like, it was started as an anti-Semitic thing. So, yep. like, I just wanted to be lizard people. I just want to, I just want to be in a world where I could tell be like, well, reptilery, or something like that. And- I mean, David Icke, David Icke did the thing that Bill Cooper did, but I think at the beginning, David Icke meant it the same way that I think Bill Cooper meant it, which is the protocols of the other. Zion is talking about lizards, not Jewish people. Yeah. I, I, I can't speak for him now because for like the last five or six years he's leaned really heavily into properly anti-Semitic rhetoric. But I like to think that when he had his initial psychotic break and thought he was Jesus and all of that, David I really thought it was lizards. Yeah. But okay, that's just that's just a want I want I just want to be able to yeah. talk about lizard people conspiracy theories. And it just be about lizard people. No no context for anything else. Yep. I'd like that. Okay, that being said, let's 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 get into this article. This sheep slayer, not anti-Semitic, and as far as we know. It might be anti-Scottish. Well no, because if it likes the haggis, it just doesn't like the Scottish well, sheep. No, I mean, they they, they do a thing they do a thing later, which might be calling out specifically like like Scotland. Not <laughs> Scotland, but like Fair-skinned folk. Let's say that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it might be calling out the whites a little bit later. Um, in right. a weird way. But, um, <clears throat> but basically, uh, I'm gonna kind of get, like, a little bit further down here. But, for the most part, this article actually has more, because uh, J.J. Benitez uh, actually talked to the person, like, way later, in 2001. Okay. So, do we um, have a picture of the woman? Because I really want to see the type of person who's. I don't see so, one on here. Who loves their sheep so no, much they're do. willing to defend them against disembowelers. If you scroll down a little bit, you get to see you get to see her. It's two thousand one version of her. Also, she's probably dead <gasps> now. Hey, no, she's not. She's gonna live forever. Oh, I don't know. I feel like she does not look particularly threatening. No, she but- just looks like. You're a boiler. Well, she does love. She does love her sheep. Um, 
Uh, at least enough to, like, you know, throw rocks at someone hurting them. Um, so, throughout this article, also, it has, like, the little comic thing, which I don't think they credit to who drew it. But it's okay. good art. Um, but, it uh, says but- artist unknown. Yeah, so it's just a thing about this very little known UFO <laughs> signing with decent art. <laughs> Which, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, in the mountain. The, yeah, this is in a desolate mountainous region of Bolivia's uh, southwestern highland, apparently. Uh, there used to be in Potosi, uh, like a silver mining uh, stuff, but it, but, um, but yeah, it's not. It's not really that uh big anymore okay yeah so so in 1967 a 24 year old valentina flores and her husband gumushido gumushido uh was basically they're just you know they just have a little 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 land they have a little land and they're just like oh cool we're gonna have sheep we're gonna have sheep um and okay See, okay, this feels, this feels, the next sentence feels like it's supposed to be okay, but feels extremely racist to me. These illiterate, okay. uh, Kekua, it's Kekua? Yeah, Kekua? Indian? Let's have a look. Kekua. Or is it on the thing? It's on the thing. Kekua. Kechua? Chechua. Chechua. Okay. Chechua. Yeah, so basically they're both, uh, native. They're both natives as well. Um, and they, they just live there with their daughter, uh, Theodosia, which is a nice okay. name. I like that name. That is a nice name. And this, again, I will always point this out whenever we get first hand, uh, well, first, second hand, at least, um, interviews or anything. Mm. They always start out saying, I'm not crazy. I never believed in this stuff before. Please take well, me as a credible thing. Yeah. If you don't preface it with that, then people just crazy well okay so here's the thing because you've got to know this nobody who's reported a ufo like gone public with a ufo experience hasn't had it ruin their life except for maybe this lady because we're the only people who know about it right yeah why on earth would anybody make that up like if i was abducted by a ufo i just wouldn't fucking tell anyone well oh i've seen what happens i'm not doing that I think, oh, I think it was other homework I gave you, the Pasagola uh, incident. Um, that person, apparently, if they made it up, they're making, they making up, like, jerking off in an area, like, real hard, because they had sex with the aliens multiple times, wrote books, and, like, actually got on TV. I feel like that's something that somebody would make up, though. Yeah. Because that's, that's real horny. No, no, it, it's really horny. And the other one is just like, yeah, this ruined my life. But the other one's just like, yeah, I was getting that alien D. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so if I made it overtly sexual because I was that sort of pervert, at that point, I would make it up. But people who aren't, especially traumatized people, I'm like, "Mm -mm, nope, you're trying to tell us the truth. And the world is like, go fuck yourself. So it doesn't, I'm sorry, I just get it because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. How much you say I was skeptic, and then it happened to me, and now I believe. Just toss it out the window. Just well, I mean, it's it's the thing that happens with uh, it's a phenomenon. It's there's an anthropological term, an anthropological term for it, and I cannot know because there's actually um, 
there's actually a structure to most stories. Um, ghost stories, uh, cryptid sightings, uh, UFO abduction stories, and all that stuff. Uh, where it follows a certain trend each time. And the first step is, like, I am a credible person. I am not crazy. I don't believe in this stuff normally. It might not be real, but I experienced something before, basically. And then you yeah. go through, and then you go through, like, basically the stages of grief, almost, uh, would be like, but, uh, but yeah, it's, there's an anthropological term for it, and I always forget what it is. It's something about, if someone could tell me, uh, that'd be really wonderful. Now, yeah, uh, all those anthropologists. But, uh, but basically, yeah, she, they, they, you know, they don't really, you know, they're aware of. Like, you know, tells of UFO stuff, because it'd be hard to not know or be aware of it. And they're kind of interesting, interested in it. But, you know, one day, she and her uh, flock of 64 sheep were grazing in a field adjacent to a hilly expanse that has, like, a really long stone corral, a stone corral. And she noticed that a herd of llamas wandered off. Oh, okay. no. Uh, I mean, how big? That's a lot of llamas to lose, to send. Well, you know, llamas are, they like to bite each other's balls off. That's one fact I know. I did not know that. Yeah, they, they have teeth specifically meant to, like, bite the nut sack off of other male llamas. Is, is that, like, locking horns, but for llamas? Yeah, like, it's just like, well, if you're gonna try to mate with this lady, I'm gonna just eat your balls. <laughs> so you can't That's have a child. That's not okay. No, it's That's... also they spit. I know they spit. But I yeah, to, I I was in the Boy Scouts kids, and uh, there was a llama farm next to where we met. So I got yeah. to. You have to keep the males apart from each other because they'll try to bite I, each other's balls off. I got to watch them spit at a lot of people, but yeah, no. Oh, oh, oh I don't even have testicles, and that's making them retract. <laughs> uh, it's it's making it's making your ovaries. Go out and then come back in because it's so <laughs> awful. Just doing a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so famed, and I, I don't know if they're famed, but famed Spanish author and UF, uh, UFO investigator J.J. Benitez traveled to Bolivia in uh, twenty, wow, two thousand one, and uh, uh -huh. tracked down Valentina and her husband, and they interviewed the then like fifty nine year old. Uh, witness who was astonished by the fact that a foreigner would even hear much of care, uh, much less care about the terrifying encounter she had 34 years before. So okay. here's her. Uh, th so this is in her own words. That day I was alone. My husband was commissioned, like the rest of the men. He was in the uh, papas working, the pempas working, and it was around four in the afternoon. I went looking after the llamas and their young. They've gone astray. Then I gathered the sheep and the lambs in one place searching for the animal. So, she basically fell- I think she fell for the honeypot. I think what happened would be like, this, uh, this, this alien was just like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoo away the other one, and then I'm gonna have all the animals right here, while they're looking at yeah. the lit. I think they did- I think they did read some Sung Tzu, you know? What, just fainted, so she went to- yeah, maybe- yeah, you know, distract them. You it know, just wanted the sheep. Just you know, just to get Screw at the, the sheep. llamas. Yeah, no, no. Right. I heard that they bite balls off. Why would well, you? Well, yeah, that's true. Well, you think that would encourage you to, you know, eat them or something? 
Make them stop. But but then uh and she had her baby, strapped her back in a blanket, just like most people, native people do. Or um well a lot of them do. And she you know she tracked uh, down to a meadow about forty five minutes away from the field where she left her sheep. So she got her animals and, and got them back over. So you know, she did you know, this probably happens every once in a while. This is a normal day. Normal day, you know? Well, it, to be fair, if I have a sheep herd and a llama day, this is a llama herd. This is a pretty normal day for me. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, you know, gather your herd. You know, yeah. maybe you have your dog with you. And, uh, and like, you know, sometimes it goes astray. Um, so then she returned to the llama. Then she was just like, where, where are my sheep? Where is my sheep? And she was confused and, a little, and really like annoyed. Like all the sheep or just one sheep? All the sheep. All the sheep. All right. Yeah. Then she was, you know, a little annoyed, and she... I would be annoyed. Yeah, and then she followed sheep tracks, and then as she neared the stone corral, she hesitated, noting that there's something particular covering the eerie, eerie, the eerily silent structure. Ooh, what's going on? I mean, eerily silent. Again, in the middle, I'm sorry, but the, the metaphorical balls on all of these people is, is quite impressive because again you're in the middle of nowhere and now there's a there's an eerie silence as you go to look for your lost sheep yeah in the mid i will remind you in the middle of nowhere like you haven't even you've said maybe the dog but they haven't even mentioned that they have a dog yeah like honestly i I, now if i saw somebody disemboweling my cat i would definitely yell for a rock I would do worse than that. I don't care if it's an alien. But if you have, like, 20 sheep, and they're only going to go in the stew pot at the end of it anyway, are you going to... I would not They might be sheep for wool. Well, yeah, but then you'll just have like, some mutton. The, well, the, the, only, the only reason why we'd have both llamas and sheep is for their, for their wool. Yeah, but eventually it's mutton, it's stew. Yeah, but, you know, but maybe, maybe you want to keep them around. Maybe they have, like, a really good blanket and, like, you know... You get premium cost off of it. You know, not all sheep produce good wool. I think what I'm trying to say is that if the if my interest in the animal is economic, I ain't going near it. If I saw a person in the middle of nowhere who had been disemboweled and the thing was still going, like, I know they were dead because, you know, the whole disemboweling thing happening, I wouldn't go near it. Mm, I don't know. I, would- I get real attached to farm animals. Well, you still Which, have not forgiven chicken for their sins. So, no, you know, I get real attached. One get... specific sin. <laughs> wow, they, they they know what they did. <laughs> well, don't. Okay. Jesse's uh, decided that the entire the entire species of chicken is guilty because one pack of chickens did a bad. Also, you know what else? That extends to dinosaurs. All dinosaurs are bad too. No. Yeah. I love Dinosaurs, no. Nope. No. No, all dinosaurs learned, are bad too. I learned a while back that T Rexes got gout. And that is adorable. Yeah, it's adorable if, not... you, if you love chickens. Which I do. This is yeah. why this has come up. <laughs> I think chickens are great. I hate chicken. I love one chicken. And fun. They're cannibals and they will kill their own for no reason. It wasn't no reason. No, it was no reason. You didn't have to kill my chicken. I raised it from a goddamn egg. I mean, at least they're not people. It had speckles. Little speckles on it. 
You were going to eat it. They just got to that No, first. I wasn't. Are you sure about that? I'm very sure about it. I feel like you were a kid, but whoever was in charge of those chickens. That was gonna... my chicken. I fed it's it specifically. Good. It was my chicken. Like, like, they said, hey, if you want a chicken, you have to take care of it. Just like I had to do with my dogs and cats. And I took care of it. It was my chicken. Uh, you it gave me eggs. You can't condemn an entire species based on one chicken method. I can, and I always will. I will eat them <laughs> forever. But well, I love chickens. But and I would not go. But despite the fact that I love chickens, I would not go near a guy with a fancy high tech net who was disemboweling them. So basically, the net thing was like. You know, it looked like, you know, plastic mesh from, like, a pole-like structure in the middle of the corral. Attached itself to the walls. And, um, like, apparently they also, and by, at some accounts, which I think the only person account that matters is hers, but they also say that they had stakes broke from trees around, well, made from broken sticks. Which I feel like hers okay. the only I feel like she... I feel like if you're going by some accounts, it better be her accounts. Because yeah, it can't really be any other accounts. No. But like it, it made stakes to put its net yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. And it was so a kind of mix of high tech and really low tech then. Yeah. So uh, she wanted, you know, she was real determined. She was just like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just be real, real strong, and I'm gonna go closer. And then she saw beneath the webbing there was a bunch of disemboweled carcasses of her fam- family's prize sheep. Yeah. Now, now you run. Now is the time. You take your llamas and you run away. Well, the llamas. She left the llamas back in the grazing field, so she's okay. Fair. They're okay. Also, the the, the alien knows that the llamas will spit at him. And he's like, nah, nah. And maybe bite off their balls if they have any. Maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, then. She sees the uh, the little childlike entity, which was responsible for eviscerating 63 of her sheeps, and she had one struggling lamb left. How long did this take? Well, at least 45 minutes. Yeah, but still, that's actually, a no, hell no, of that, a no, that's an hour and a half, hour and a half at least, because like she had to go 45 minutes away, then 45 minutes back. That's true, but still, oh, okay. Uh, That's don't, an impressive kill rate. Don't don't quote me on this, but I feel like I can disembowel sixty three uh, sheep in an hour and a half if I really if I had the tools to do it. Well, it depends. Because if you just want, it depends on what you mean by disembowel, right? Because if you just want me to murder a bunch of sheep, that's I can do that in an hour. Although no, can I kill? No. All right, hang on. No, it doesn't take long. To, it doesn't do, take long to get a hold of it. I'm doing maths. I'm doing like, maths. It doesn't take not... that long. So an hour and a half is 90 minutes, right? Yeah. So I'm divided by... And you take 63? 63, yeah. I don't think it's going to okay. take more than two minutes to cut their belly open and then rip so, out their... for an hour and a half, every one minute and 42 seconds, you have to disembowel a sheep. Yeah. There, there are you sheep could... shearers that could shear a sheep in like, uh, like, like 60 sheeps in like an hour. So, like, it doesn't make... Yeah, but mix. they're consummate professionals. Yeah, and this pro- person is probably also a professional. But that, like, that must be all they've done for years in that... Because I cannot... Okay, A, I can't disembowel a sheep in under two minutes. I just... 
not happening. But well, B, I mean, you're too you're too value. much like a little pixie. Like they're too they're bigger than you. They are bigger than me, so that's an issue. But also, like even if they weren't, I couldn't keep that up for an hour and a half. Well, every I, they have alien technology. Forty-two seconds. That's true. They do have alien technology. Yeah, you probably have like a regular knife, which, uh, but you know, they have a they have a thing that returns to them. When they throw it. Like it probably has like a laser thing or something. You know, go right in. What like a boomerang? They chuck it and then it if it's yeah. a sheep and then it comes back to you. I mean, yeah, they might have done that. You know. I mean, they might have done that. She saw him just like putting a bunch of just put a bunch of stuff. And uh, like and by stuff I mean their guts in a bag, and then and then this and is also a, how big is this bag? Uh, big enough. Sixty-three to... fucking. That's oh oh that's horrible. Like okay, that is that is either the ultimate body horror or it's the world's largest haggis. Because again, okay, I'm not that big, but neither are you. I'm very strong the, the, though. I'm very strong. I mean, you you figure that I am. The viscera of 63 sheep, I reckon my size, like, if, if you hollowed me out and had to stuff viscera into me, I think you could put the viscera of maybe two and a half sheep into a me-sized container? It's a, it's a space bag. Yeah. Well, no, no, but even if it's a space bag, just think about the sheer It's like a TARDIS. Of sheep guts. Like... Like he's putting he's putting sheep guts in there and it's just going you straight into your thing. You could drown a person in that many sheep guts. Yeah. Like you could have a TARDIS bag and fine, it looks like a little purse, whatever the fuck. But if you put the person in there, they would drown in that sheep viscera. I, I feel like again, this is an alien. You don't know what technology they have. Or they're drowning sheep viscera. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying. So apparently, according to her, there was a small man. Inside the corral, he was like a child, on his knees with sheep, a sheep in between his legs. Oh, well, that could be describing someone that you would racistly, yeah. <laughs> that you inter British or inter UK people like to make fun of, which I think is all of you. The Welsh. Yeah. Uh, with a sheep between his legs, the pen was covered in some side of net. I panicked. The individual had killed all my animals. Um, apparently looked chubby, just over three foot tall. And was wearing strange clothing like a diver, one piece from the neck down, and the boots were brown. Now, can you please scroll down to look at the <laughs> art by Pablo Ala? Is this Ayala. the... Oh, Pablo. Okay. Pablo. I, I... Scroll down a little bit. Pablo. Also, what's the, what's the, what's the Scottish flag? Is that the X part? Uh, Scottish flag, yeah. Okay, yeah, this is, this is anti-Scottish. This is, a, this is apparently an anti-Scottish one. Like, scroll down a little bit. Right underneath the quotation, the boots were brown. Right underneath that one. Yeah, also, apparently, he had very white skin, blonde hair, blue eyes, and a red and abundant mustache. This is anti- This is anti-Scottish hate. Oh, okay. <laughs> n- or, or, my theory was correct, and this person is just looking to make best hangers of. They're, like, the most into- They are as into Scotland- as those people at Ren Fairs who come up to you and tell you in the strongest Midwestern accent possible that they're Scottish. Like, that's what this is. No, no this is, I'm, no, I'm going to say this is straight up anti-Scottish hate uh, in some way. But they also have red crisscrossing straps covered in over humanoid chest in an X shape. So almost the Scottish flag. What's a weeaboo if you're Scottish? That's what I'm getting from 
I'm getting like a Scottaboo. That's what this alien it's is. Tia- it's because Tiaboo is the one for like Anglophile. So yeah, it's Iron Brewaboo. I don't know. <laughs> Iron Brew. <laughs> I will brew. Either way, this this is a Weaboo, but for Scotland. Um. Then it has like a mechanical-looking rucksack on its back. Also, two utilities like satchels attached to the sides. Also had a odd blocky helmet and a propeller crowning it. But many reports, again, the That's only reports that should matter. Yeah. Okay. But the so only he's got like a little oh, helmet. I still I don't understand how anyone could have a report besides her unless this I... shows up more, which I think would be mentioned if it did. I think it's just the author trying to sound probably fancy. <clears throat> like, it's difficult. It's difficult to say the lady said, and then the lady said, and then the lady said, no synonym. That would be very plodding prose. It would be. Um. So then, basically, she was she was upset. She, all she had left was, like, this little little lamb. This one little lamb. Yeah. And, uh, I she, mean... she she just started she just started just calling it Dabes and cussing it out and throwing rocks at it. <laughs> Which Do we have a picture of her as well? Because if these two ladies are just tiny little abuelas at this point. Uh, yeah, well, she is. If you scroll down uh, far enough, you see a picture of her in 2001. Oh, it's, it's still Valentina Flores. Sorry, I yeah, thought Valentina. this was a different person. No, Valentina. It's just her. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's her. She, she looks like a really sweet grandmother. Well, she probably was at that time. Because this but, was, but no, no. Although I guess if a random gringo shows up, starts slaughtering all of your sheep, maybe that that's a bit different. Should <coughs> if if random white people show up and start appropriating property, you should a hundred percent kill throw rocks. Yeah, that is the correct thing to do. But aliens, maybe no. You should call them. You should call them a uh, a, a cunt or a cum bubble or a, yes. um, or you should have well, been swallowed. It would have been better if he pulled if, if her father pulled out. You guys don't have the wombles, do you? No. Because cockwomble is a wonderful insult that more people should use. Okay. Um, cockwomble. Okay. Cockwomble. Yeah. Doesn't it sound nice? It is. It sounds. It sounds uh, very uh, Britishy. Yeah. Um, Fuck you, you're cockwomble. Now, uh, at this point, like this, you know, this little lamb is just was released by this by this little. <laughs> I like by, by this <laughs> Scottish weeaboo. Uh, and then it turns away. It turns and faced uh, the the little uh, the, well, the young mother at this point. Um, with a expression of shock and fear, he leapt over this strange device, which uh, Valentina, with limited knowledge of technology compared to her radio, cranked a wheel-shaped uh, lever at its apex, which the webbing kind of just, like, retracted into it rapidly. Yeah. And then she noticed another entity standing on the other side. Being st- being seen, this second being sprinted up a nearby hill, hill and sat down in a chair-like contraption. So there's two of them. Does the other one also look like a stereotypical Scottish person? I guess. Okay. She didn't say so anything different about it. It's virtually identical. Yeah, it's virtually identical. Okay! Then, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, then a set of blades, a, a rotor-like uh, a me- a mechanism came out of the pair of the cylindrical attachments behind this chair, 
and the creature primarily took off, leaving his cohort to fend for himself. Okay, dude. Okay, dude. Ooh, you know what? I'm. You know what? I could forgive the mass slaughtering of sheep. I can forgive the haranguing of this young mother, but I cannot forgive leaving a homie behind. I mean, that that is an issue. But okay, so weeaboos are usually like in their teens, right? No, a lot of them are thirty now. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Still, if we had a pair of weeaboos and they were raiding a. a corner shop in Japan for Pocky, and she caught them, feel like they would leave each other behind. Well, I mean... I feel like I'm... if you're in the middle of stealing stuff, and because you're obsessed with a version of the culture, you're not going to be, like, the sturdiest person. Well... Right? I mean, maybe. I don't know. We don't have much more information about them. Um, then... Uh, and then Valentina was just like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking knock the head off of this thing. And she, t- oh, yeah, <laughs> okay. did she? Yeah, she takes a iron tipped cudgel from her sack and was just like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Um, <laughs> basically. Okay, this is getting. I I feel like she'd win. I feel like in a one on one, if if the tool for disemboweling is away, to be fair. Well, I, the thing I like about it, she's doing this with her mother, uh, with uh, as with her baby on her back, which means like, oh Jesus, she's Christ. she's basically just like, uh, I think a lot of the uh, Yaz Queen people would be like, Yaz Queen, motherhood, babe, like mama bear. I mean, on the one hand, yes. On the uh, on the other hand, if your child is strapped to your back, maybe leave the disembowelly guy alone. The sheep are already dead. The lamb isn't your baby. Your baby is strapped to your back. Well, how do you know the lamb isn't also? Maybe she really loved that lamb. Maybe she needs. I mean, maybe she needs to take vengeance against this entire race of people. <laughs> I mean, that's that. That's fair. Go off, but put your bam back in the bloody house. Now I'm being a Scottish weeaboo. Put your baby back in the house. Yeah, basically the uh the the little the, the little dude. And by the way, if you scroll down a little bit further. You see, you see a drawing by J.J. Benitez. Oh no, no, no! I went straight to that when you when you showed me the link. I, I have been looking at that the entire it's time. It's very and cute. Then I, and then I went to his website because I was like, okay, it has the logo there. It's very cute. Yes, it's adorable. I love it. When, I love it when people draw out the stuff and they're not like great artists. They're just like, you know what? This is very earnest, and I love you for it. I love earnesty. Just, so he's. So just just to give you an idea, this is supposed to be like a, a little guy with helicopter on his head, and you know, so the the one illustration that we have, he looks like a submariner from World War One. It's very serious. All of the dimensions make sense. He's got his disemboweling tool and a backpack on. It's, it's very scientific, and I would expect that to be in sort of a police report. And then. Go to the one by Benitez, and he. I I don't even. She's wearing a lovely dress, very pretty they dress. They drew her little you, baby on the back. Yeah, too. and and the little baby sort of like poking out over her shoulder, like what you looking at, mom? And then I I don't even know how to describe how comical and stupid this alien looks in his drawing. He doesn't have an official backpack. Or or a sturdy anything. It just looks like somebody wearing a helicopter hat that's part of a onesie 
and and has like I don't know diaper bags on each of their arms. It's so cute. And it's slightly bent. It's cute. It's very adorable. And I love it. Very cute. It it's about as good as I could do if you asked to try it. But it's just as you were talking about this, I was just picturing that until you pointed out that the other thing existed and I I'm he's just very cute for this other drawing. Pablo Ayala. Much much better. Yeah. But uh but yeah, so basically the the thing was just like real anxious. It was just like, hey, 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 please don't, please don't, but you could understand. <laughs> because this little guy's about to get his shit rocked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's uh, he spoke to me, but I didn't understand it. It wasn't uh Cuchilla or Spanish. He was ups he was as upset as I was. Oh my god, the animals. He had killed the animals. Uh one by he'd killed them one by one. I became crazy, and she just kept on hitting him in the face. He started to bleed. This guy was screaming. I didn't know what he was saying, but man, he was real, really bleeding. Wow. But the more we come around to it, the more I'm like, yeah, if you find a white guy on your property and just killed all of his sheep, this is the correct response. Yeah. Alien, um, though, still did he bleed different blood? Yeah, I don't know. They didn't say okay. anything. She was just so incensed by the tragic sheep death. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah, so then she, and then the the sheep deci- the sheep slayer decided to defend himself, wielding the same like little hook. And it. I'm surprised yeah. it took him so long. He flung it at he flung it at Valentina, slicing her chest and arm. The mother would admit later, with almost a certain sense of relief, that it was only the large knot uh, that supported uh, Theodosa. That prevented the blade from embedding into her chest, ki- delivering a killing blow. So again, she would have been dead if she left the baby behind. So how, how do you, how do you feel about that now? Huh? Huh? I'm very torn between this being the dumbest thing you could do and this being the correct response because it, because as well they've got the sheep, right? They only care about the sheep. Yeah, let them have the sheep. And she has a They're club gone. that has iron bits at the end. Why would you beat the shit out of these things? Because it has this disemboweling tool that if you you can only you know, dis- actively carrying an infant on your back who you've can- decided their welfare is not as important as that land. It could only disembowel you if it still has functioning arms. Okay. So you need to beat That's its arms true. to death. Like, it's the same thing you need to do to Nazis. You need to break their arms so they can do less Nazi shit. But she didn't break his arms. Yes, she but- just- but you know what? She was about to get to it. She was about to get I mean, to it. Maybe she was about to get to it. I feel like she was going for the head trauma. But you know, it's, I feel like I feel like you're like really selling her short. I feel like she was about to break some arm, and you're just. I I think she was about to break everything in this guy's body. But you gotta you gotta be more tactical about it, or you and your baby just end up dead. I feel Were like it not for she would have been very, dead. Very, very... She would have been dead without the baby being there, though. Then we wouldn't she have this story. I mean, it's a good story, but what are you doing? <laughs> okay, uh, then, like, it, it came back. She realized that there's, like, a chain, like, attached to it that would go right to back to the arm. Uh, right back to their arms. Okay. Their arms by hand. Yes. And uh, and here's where she breaks the arms right after this. She breaks she breaks his right forearm. The guy little guy screams as blood streams down his now dangling and immobile mobile wrist. Okay. 
be. He could do fifty percent um, less sheep emballing. He can do. Well, they are again. Sheep uh, hey, are already dead. But hey, this is this is crying other people have now. sheep though. Other people other have people sheep. This have is sheep. this is community defense. <laughs> <laughs> Would it make it, would it make you feel better if you imagine this as a Nazi? I mean, of course it would. Yeah. I, I don't care what you're doing to to a creature. It's better if it's a Nazi. <laughs> but well, uh, apart from you know anything pleasurable, but well, I mean, sub sub, sub of your elite uh, disagree with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, some of our elite have a history of having questionable tastes. Some of your elite has Nazi BDSM. <laughs> Nazi themed BDSM parties, so. Oh, was that Robert Maxwell? I think so. It just, yeah. I just, I just have it in my head because they just showed a headshot of him, like that of a presentable, but he was like old. And I'm just like, yeah, this dude was dressed yeah. up as an SS officer, like being like whipping people, like. He was. Um, it it that was actually quite um okay okay just just you know how. If Jeff Bezos decided that he wanted somebody to go down, it wouldn't matter why. It wouldn't matter, you know, the morality of it, fuck it. They'd just go down, right? Yeah. Robert Maxwell didn't actually do anything wrong. It's Rupert Murdoch decided he needed to go down. Oh. And Robert (coughs) Maxwell wasn't, it isn't like Prince Andrew. Because when Prince Andrew goes on the Lolita Express, we all go, Ah, oh, there's the elite being a paedophile. Yep, that sounds about right. Robert Maxwell was a bastard, and he ended up being quite rich. But he was from Czechoslovakia. He was an actual like self-made bastard, not not oh, an elite that. bastard. And they didn't like him. Um, so yeah, sorry. I just I don't like to kink shame. I definitely don't like to kink shame when doing so furthers the agenda of Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, I still feel like you. I still. I can, I will like to shame the Nazi part. You could just have a normal. Okay, so I I agree, and I like every everywhere that I go now. Very strict. You know, you can have uniforms for Nazi. But you can't have those uniforms, right? Yeah. But I went to a uh, went to like a I don't know what you call it. There were lots of um, vintage items, and it turns out that in the seventies and eighties, that was a really big thing. I don't know what the hell happened to horny people in those eras, but well, it might be related to it might be related to like how the punk scene, like like a lot of people would use like Nazi shit to just shock and awe, and then eventually people are just like, hey, uh, this is Nazi bad. Punks, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. So I could at least the people with the kink. No, that's not true. I was about to say at least the people with the kink aren't actually Nazi. Some of yeah, that's the thing. You don't like the more the more you have a lot of Nazi memorabilia, and it's not actively. My grandfather shot and killed this person, and then I yeah. took a trophy. <laughs> that is the only good. Well, no, no. There's there's two ways you can have Nazi stuff. One, my grandfather shot him. Two, welcome to my museum on the badness of fascism. Yeah. Please have a look at these artifacts. Yeah. Those are the two ways you can do it. Now. Now, here's here's the thing. This this little dude, this little guy, yeah, he flew away. But I mean, yes. So, but what happened soon after, which is uh, why 
I am not against the idea of UFO stuff, like, at all, is because apparently soon after this happened, the Bolivian army was dispatched to the scene. They collected all 63 corpses, as well as a sample of the creature's blood, and that was spilt by her bludgeon. And then yeah. <clears throat> it was basically determined that the sheep were missing multiple internal and external organs, including their eyes, ears, and portions of the mouth, as well as belly fat. Yeah. And the authorities also found the blood uh, from the animals that ought have been inside were also missing. So they exsanguinated them as well. Oh, it is a bit like Chup. Well, I mean, kind of. I don't know. I'm gonna... I feel like Chup like, gets, its, gets its full fill and, and then goes away. And no, knows not to like get beaten by a young mother. <laughs> yeah. Chupacabra is more sensible. Yeah. <clears throat> So, um, basically, as a mean of, as their only means of survival was now in a government lab, and also dead, they were forced to leave the region, and then they went to the Aurora Mines, and then, uh, the south. Finally, they went south. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, other ranchers in the area, questioned by the Bolivian government, also witnessed strange events. Some testified that they seen strange individuals leaping out of their sheep pens, leaving behind exsanguinated uh, carcasses. Okay. Um, and then just exsanguinated at that point, though. Uh, I guess that's all they. That's all I have here, anyway. Um, and then, she, and then she claimed uh, days before her encounter, an unseen individual had thrown a, a bowl of blood at her face. Ew. Which is ew. Yeah. Uh, I have no. I have no thoughts <laughs> on that other than what. Also, where did they live? This is in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. Outside of Potosky, uh, Potosi. So surely you know all of your neighbors. Somebody would have to travel there to throw blood in your face. Yeah. Or the neighbor's kid did it. Or it was an alien. I mean, that's the only third option, really. <laughs> well, really, that's a third <laughs> option for everything. Or it was an alien. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <clears throat> now, when Benitez interviewed her in 2000, uh, 2001, she wanted, to make every- she wanted to make it known that at that time she didn't know what a alien was or ufo was um, <laughs> and <clears throat> uh and whenever they attempted to explain to, to her she dismissed their efforts because it wasn't something that concerned her in the least basically she just she just really likes this sheep yep uh but yeah basically okay. this <laughs> this one man ruined this this young mother's life <laughs> but yeah and this is why you shouldn't be a weeaboo so, uh, that's them. So, um, <clears throat> that's about, that's about it for, for that one. <laughs> hey, hey, Fiona, can this, can these fucks get it? Love comes wearing disguises. How to go about shoes. Break it down by shapes and sizes. I really got into it, that Uh Okay, no, take take it seriously, Jesse. Think about this. Think about this. I we've want got to. An alien. We've got an alien who has become obsessed with Scottish culture. They're trying to make the best haggis ever. They've got themselves the pale white skin, the red hair with the big tash. They're wearing a shitty army-looking thing that they put together in their mom's basement on the UFO. 
we really need to stop and consider if alien Scottish cosplayers can get laid, which they probably can, but if so, where? Like, they're not actively dis... If there are no sheep around to actively disembowel, and if they can manage to not steer the conversation towards Haggard too much, I reckon they'd do well at Renfair or in a lot. Yeah, I guess. I reckon they could do it. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, you make a good point there, but also at the same time, like, they they hurt the little sheep. The little sheep are nice. They're all French-shaped and fluffy. So why are you so against these guys getting some? I, I don't understand. Because they're aliens. We've done aliens who kind of look like people before. We've done yokai who look like people. You love doing yokai who look like people. Are, are you secretly... So, no, the reason why I'm like, you know, they're just dudes. They're just guys. That's why. But they're not just guys. They have magic nets. They have magic nets. They can disembowel... 63 sheep, they can disembowel 63 sheep in under 1 minute and 43 seconds each. They are fucking powerhouses of aliens. They're not bringing much to the table besides being people, though. I mean, no, I'm sticking with the whole Scottish weeaboo thing. They are bringing that. That's what's going to do it. Or, Or like maybe those weirdos who are extreme carnivores and they only eat raw flesh. That does exist. It's really gross. Do not recommend. I mean, that has to exist. It's uh, it's the raw mm, diet, but it's only they raw. They do meat. that, and then they go hang out in front of vegans and vegetarians, and are mean to them. And I don't like it. Well, I'd like them to do that in front of me. I'd be like, cool. And then, and then I'd, and then I'd look at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would take lots and lots of pictures. I think that's what I would do. What's going on, I think, with them is, like, they're just people with tools. And sure, people with tools are fun sometimes, but, like, you know, most of the time when we have, like, a person-like creature, you know, like, they have something else going on for them, you know? Besides having fancy gizmos. I mean, they could get it. I... I really feel like you're overestimating you're overestimating your ability to kill sheep. And, you know, good for you. What did that survey say? Americans think they can fight a bear? You go. You believe in yourself. Oh no, no, I think I'm gonna die to a bear if I No, I'd actually I'd try I'd try to hug it, see what happened. No. I've I've slaughtered I'd slaughtered a pig before. Yeah, but uh but yeah, that's I think yeah, but let's let's get to the other part. Do we want to do? Do we want to do the? Because th- they're gonna get fucking trounced. They're gonna get trounced. Like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's just gonna be like, oh, they, they're not that much tall. Okay, we're gonna do this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. H- here we go. Oh yeah, uh this yeah, we're in a we're in a inescapable American size football field. Uh American football field size dome thing where we have on one end the cryptid, in this case, the Potosi asleep sh- sheep slayer, 
And on the other end, we have toddlers, exactly 24 months years old, or if you're not annoying, two years old. And uh, they are about two and a half foot tall. They weigh around 30 pounds. They can, they can walk upstairs one foot at a time. They can also hold only one thing at a time as well. And they also have a, de- they also have a divine spark, which will make them be able to kill anything. Unless they're like a on fire angel or in the ground. These guys are going to kill so many toddlers. You have no idea. You haven't thought this no, through. Okay. Okay. No. No. But here's the thing: they don't have any tools. It's they're just dudes. No. No. I know. I get it. Right. But here's the thing: with their tools, admittedly, the tools help. They managed to kill. They managed to kill sixty-three sheep in. One minute and 42 seconds. No, you listen to me, Jesse. The average sheep, the average sheep weighs 220 pounds. And the average toddler weighs 26 pounds. If they can kill, if they can manhandle that many sheep and still be upright, then they're going to, they are going to eat so many toddlers that they are not going to get tired. I don't care if they have tools. They're really strong. They're going to... Yeah, and have you ever thrown a toddler? They bounce off the wall then run at you again. But uh yeah, let's let's just go to plugs. What do you have to plug? Creepyfans.com. It's a website. It has podcasts on it. Uh really, all I really have to plug is if you like this, rate, review, share, subscribe, etc. My voice got higher as I went through that. But like if if you like this podcast, please this has been uh, Creepy Critters, and uh, be the abomination you want to see in the war- woods. Bye! <laughs>